So what the hell happened to the welterweight division while we were gone? And on top of that, you've got the recent announcement of the Conor McGregor retirement. There's been a lot of uh, everything since we last met we're going to talk about. Welcome to the Hook J Podcast. Who the fuck is that guy? When it's all said and done, I know one thing that I can do. I can fight. I can give it, and I can take it. You should have left me over on that other game that I'm from, that more ruthless game where we bounce heads off the canvas and drill them into the floor. You should have left me where I was. The show starts now! Since we last talked about this, there has been a few, there's been two UFCs. And you know, a couple other shows in between. But the big ones, or, or the big development, rather, has been in the welterweight division, right? So what is happening with this? Because it's really shaken up the uh, rankings as of late. If you're talking about Tyron losing his belt to Kamaru Usman, then I understand what you're talking about. Kamaru Usman did exactly what I thought he was going to do when he fought Tyron. He... Just laid on him and wore him out. Tyron looked like he had nothing, which is weird because Tyron is a really good wrestler, and he has really good control. If you look at um his defensive capabilities, because he kept Damian Maya, the backpack, the human backpack, he kept that guy off of him, but he had nothing for Kamaro. I don't know if it was like a size thing because Kamaro was kind of broad, yeah, and his wrestling is really top notch. So I don't know if that's what it was, but. Tyron just had a big, big issue trying to stop Kamaru, and she couldn't stop him. And then, if we go look at all the rankings, man, this week was just crazy. So, Usman beats Woodley, no problem, really. It, I've watched the video again. First, I thought it was kind of boring. You go back, you watch the small details. Usman dominated the whole fight, yeah, no question. Really but since then, you've got uh, Darren Till losing to uh, Masvidal. Yeah, Gamebred's back, boys. You got Masvidal uh, beating the hell out of Edwards backstage. He, got, he gave him a three-piece and a soda. Uh, on top of that, the same card with Usman, Ben Askren beats Robbie Lawler, which was, which was controversial. We talked about that last time. And then recently, you've got Pettis beating Wonderboy uh, out of nowhere. I don't think anybody thought that was going to happen. Okay. One, it's Pettis with a knockout, which hasn't happened in a while. It's been a while. And two, it's with a Superman punch. It's, it's the craziest thing I've seen in a while. There's been some crazy knockouts, and there's been some really good, really good fights. But that was just insane. Pettis, always trying to live up to the Showtime name, <laughs> throws out a wild Superman punch and actually catches him with it. Sometimes you, you you could hit that ace with a dart. I'm you know? just telling you, man. That was the craziest thing. It, it It's interesting to me, if you go back a year, year and a half ago, the welterweight division was basically dead, right? Oh, yeah. And Colby comes in, he comes up with the make the welterweight division great, thing, great again, comes the trash talk, and everything comes back alive. Since then, since the trash talking and the pushing of certain people, the welterweight division has kind of taken over as far as the one to watch, in my opinion. I mean, for me, it's the three that are back-to-back, really. It's a lightweight, welterweight, middleweight, but yeah, the welterweight is just on in, fire right In now. recent months, 
the uh, the featherweights, the Max Hall. Max went through all of them, right? Yeah. Goes up to light heavyweight, but light heavyweight's Not been light heavyweight. or light. sorry, goes up. <laughs> Good lord. Goes up to lightweight, and since Khabib had the belt, and Connor and all of them, and you know they gave out the belt left and right, and all that all that happened. It's kind of stalled out there. Right now, it's kind of getting back to like, oh, there's progression. There's people moving up in the rankings. There's that. But the one to watch right now is the welterweight. Middleweight, it's kind of stalled out because you don't have that many people. Because, you know, Robert Whittaker went through most of the people there. And he's out right now because he's hurt. Yeah, crazy injury. Uh, you got a, two stars that they're trying to push with Israel, right? And uh, Kelvin. Kelvin. But not a lot of people are taking to him. <laughs> it's kind of they're trying well, to force him I on think, you. I think Israel's got a lot more star power behind him than Kelvin does. Because Kelvin, he is just not somebody who's marketable, and it's yeah. not it's not because he's bad at what he does. He's just he doesn't have presence. He really doesn't have presence. He's, Even Sahudo, the awkward little shit, has more presence. They're just both with, awkward. I think Kelvin's just a bigger awkward Sahudo <laughs> in a way. His personality. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of stalled out in middleweight. Light heavyweight's been a big, you know, mix-up since then. But Jones is on top again, so Jones is going to be there for a while. And then when he does lose it, they'll be like, immediate rematch, which it'll yeah. be whatever. Which I hope it's the And then heavyweight. Heavyweight is kind of slow. It's always been slow. They're heavyweights. Yeah. You want to do the ba doom with no. it? No? no? I'll do it for you. ba doom Thank you. There you go. So... The one to watch right now is the welterweight division. And I think that's probably the perfect spot. It's right in between everybody. It's like right in the middle of all the weight classes. So it's the one to watch. And I love the the whole back and forth right now between Usman and Co- Covington. I really hope that fight happens. It should. Actually, what I really hope would happen is Tyron gets a shot at Colby just to seal that deal, let Tyron beat him, and then give Colby the shot at Usman so he just gets... Twice. Here's what I want to happen. All right, so I want Usman and Colby to fight. Right, you, you, we've wanted it for a while. Yeah, let him do it. But on the undercard, you put Ben Askren versus Masvidal. Right, mm-hmm. so the winner of that gets the winner of those two. Yeah, I mean, if if Thompson hadn't lost to um, Pettis in his last one, I think he would be a a good runner up to fight Usman second, but. With Askren coming in and getting his win over Robbie Lawler, and he's already ranked uh, six in the welterweight division, I think he's got one, one more fight, two more fights at most before they put him up against the champ. And if it's Usman, that's going to be a really good wrestling match. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to see some really interesting thing there because I think it's actually going to be Usman trying to strike him. Probably, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Usman's not bad on a stand-up. He's just so good at top pressure and using his uh. His actual physical, physicality, I should say. See, this is what I imagine the welterweight division, what's going to happen. Usman's going to take two more fights, right? And then he's going to go away for a bit because he's probably going to have surgery, right? I think he's already having surgery. Well, I think he's probably going to have more because, you know, his legs or his knees are messed up. He's got back issues, things like that. And I imagine now, since he's making more money, he can go have it fixed, right? Especially after a pay-per-view buy, after he gets cut in with all that, he can he can go take the time off to do it. Right. So I imagine he'll fight a couple more times, take the time off to go do that. They'll probably crown another interim and then have them combine it eventually. But 
with the shakeup of him actually beating Woodley, it kind of tossed that whole division in the air. You know, mm-hmm. it gives so much room for everybody to move up. Yeah. So I imagine we'll probably see a lot more people like Leon Edwards move up. Uh, I got, I'm pretty sure they're probably going to put Mazadal if he doesn't fight somebody else above him. They're going to probably put Edwards against him. I imagine that's probably the story, the, especially the after off that. the three piece and a soda in the back and <laughs> give him a full bucket. Yeah, I imagine that's going to happen. I, I imagine there's probably be, uh, I don't know how to say his name. Why is it Dos Santos? Dos Santos? Dos Santos, yeah. Yeah, I imagine he'll probably have another shot moving forward, moving up. Well, I don't know because, what's his, what's his face? Um, Ponzinibbio, he needs to have a shot at a higher ranked guy too because he's been making he's been making a lot of headway lately. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of movement in the welterweight division. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited for that division. Finally. <laughs> God, for two years, there was just nothing going on there, man. And on top of all this uh, drama in the welterweight division, you've got the sneaky snake himself, TJ Dillashaw, relinquishing his title because of a USADA violation. What they, was they your don't thoughts? Know how it got there? I mean, if this is going to be another picogram situation, then we're going to have to revisit some stuff because one, I don't think TJ would be the guy to do that willingly or knowingly, but then you see some of the photos of all the supplements that he was taking. I can understand how some shit would get messed up. However, if you take the DJ approach, if God didn't make it, you don't take it. You shouldn't have that problem. On top of that, there's also been people at Team Alpha Male or Team Alpha MMA now. They changed their name. Oh, wow. Uh, Because they got women in there now, so you can't just be Alpha Male. Got to include the females. Right. So they changed their name, and there's people at that that's been there for a while that have said before, like Cody said before, surprised he hadn't popped yet. Uh, Uriah Faber said he's surprised he hadn't popped in the last six years. So there's people who have been in the locker room with him, trained with him, who have said that it's a possibility that he could have been popped in the past, just hadn't did it yet. So... Maybe he's he's being really ultra sneaky with it, you know, and just fucked up once. But okay. this is the first violation that I know of that he's had, right? As far as I know, yeah. So they'll probably be really light on him depending on what it is. Okay, let, let's, let's look at this, though. Okay, let's say this is a legit situation of he has no idea how it happened, right? And he submits all his samples, and they find, hey, this batch was bad. Okay, they find out what it came from. Now we have another situation where like, but it's measuring really small, like the picograms that John Jones got. Maybe it's not picograms, but maybe it's just really minute. And the only reason they did detect it was because of the weight cut. That will validate what John Jones has going on. Because, yeah, maybe he took it one time way back and his body stored it. That kind of thing can happen. And then if that's what happens, if, I'm throwing a big ass if in there, you know, biggest font you can find on your computer, if that's what happened, I will lay off John Jones a little. A little? A little. Because you can't just dismiss everything. Yeah. Because, you know, if it's been in your system once, how long ago did you do it? Yeah. So. So, with Dillashaw out of the way now, and he's dealing with all that, that leaves the championship open. So, going forward, who do you see going up for it? Is there a possibility that Cejudo could jump in there? With it, so Hudo wants that belt. 
Yeah. I think he wants out of the 125 just so he doesn't have to make a, such a hard weight cut anymore. And I think they're probably going to shuttle that division. So putting Cejudo up one class to the 135s would make sense. But if Cejudo fights anybody, he needs to fight somebody that's deserving. Now, if you look at the list, you got number one, Marlon Moraes. That's the guy I think should fight uh, TJ for the belt beforehand. I think he should go with Cejudo against or against Cejudo for an a interim belt. Okay, with um, well, no, it would with be no findings. If there's no, if it's a, if it's good findings, well, it wouldn't be an interim belt because he actually gave it up. Well, you know what I mean. So he, it would be an actual title. Yeah. So those two go for. Well, I think. Okay, let me just retract all that. Mm-hmm. Marlon Moraes should go against who I want to see him against is uh, Pedro Munoz because they're both on a hot streak right now. I want to see them knock out an interim belt, and then I want to see the interim champion go against Cejudo for the actual undisputed champion. That's what I think should happen. Because honestly, I like Cody, but I don't think he needs a shot right now. He's he's had three knockouts, so back to back. And Dominic's always fucking hurt. Aljamain is on a hot streak too as well. I think he should get the first runner, first first shot at whoever has the undisputed belt. Well, I'm not a big fan of the whole interim belt thing unless the guy's hurt. Right. What I do think would be interesting is if they did do the Pedro and Morel or uh, Moraes. Moraes. You say Marlon. Marlon. There you go. That's what's going with the first name. I do think it'd be interesting to see the Pedro and Marlon fight. I don't think you should put an interim title on there. I do think they should fight, and then at the end of that one, say this guy has the definite title shot. And right after that fight, you bring Cejudo in the ring and you do the, the stare down right there to get interest in it, right? Because then you have the, the we're both, both challengers here. Yeah. yeah. You can sell that fight as a challenger versus a challenger. Right. Even though one's got a title and he'll walk around with that title all the time because he wants to show it off and it probably covers up half his body. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you can sell that fight as challenger versus challenger and that's a good way to do it if you... I think if you put the title on one of them, right? If if they win, they get the title. It kind of diminishes the bantamweight title that they're going for the next time. Right. So, I think it it would be interesting to see that. I don't think they should put an interim title on there. Uh, but I think I think everybody can agree the bantamweight should go against Sohudo because he wants that title. You can sell it as a super fight. Yeah, easily. I think that'd probably be the next best move. Yeah. For those two divisions. Yeah, I really think the Bantamweight needs to have a champion first to challenge for um, Henry Cejudo to challenge. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think... to me, as a fan, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I agree. And then we have Holloway coming up next month fighting Poirier. Yeah, that's going to be the interim fight. For the, for the lightweight. Yeah, for the lightweight interim belt, which is going to be interesting too, because these are. I love Holloway. Holloway is. He's a really good striker, and that's what you really want to see. You don't want. You want to see two guys going in there, kicking and punching the shit out of each other, and ground and pounding. The wrestling's always fun to watch if it's high level wrestling, and the BJJ is always fun because you're like, oh shit, when's it going to happen? But whenever they're getting in there, they're striking at each other. They're hitting each other, getting out of the way of each other. You know, there's blood and guts everywhere. I mean, that's what you want to see, ultimately, when you're watching fighting. And these two guys are always down to bring it. 
And that's why I think this is going to be a really good fight. Because look at Poirier's fights against um, Gagey. Against, uh, what's his name? He just left. Uh, Alvarez. Look at those two fights and tell me he's not, he's not in it to win it every single time he fights. And then Holloway, the way he just, uh, he almost killed Brian Ortega out there in the ring. There's just so much blood. Ortega's got a chin made of, I don't know, solid iron, steel. Let's say steel because iron bends. So steel has got a chin made of steel. Beat the hell out of him. So he's leaving his division to go challenge Khabib. Khabib is like, hey, prove yourself. He's like, all right, fuck it, I'll prove myself. Give me somebody. Well, Connor's not going to fight. Tony's wrapped up in his thing right now. Who's next? Poirier. Okay, let's go Poirier. I, I do like the fight coming up. I, I think it's going to be one of the better ones to watch. As far as the division go, I have thought about this. I think it's stagnating right now. It's very stagnant, that division, because Max has been on top for a while. So it would be nice to see kind of what happened in the Bantamweight where they relinquished the title. Not so much the, you know, getting popped by Osada. That would suck. But I think if he gets the light heavy or, yeah, the lightweight interim belt, Mm -hmm. he should drop the featherweight because he's getting bigger anyway. And he drops the featherweight title. That way it frees up that whole division because look at the fights in that division that you can have that you just couldn't have with Max being there. There, there's two fights that I, I really want to look for. If you just look at the names in that freaking division, it's um, Alexander Volkanovsky, who's doing really good right now. I would love to see him against either Frankie or Ortega. And then Zabit, who has just shown he's unstoppable right now, although Jeremy's put him up against the ropes once or twice. And so did, oh, what was that dude's name? Just yelling at him in the face. Um, can I remember that young kid's name? Kept pressing forward. Can't remember his name. Um, but Zabit versus Hanato Moicano would be a good fight, too. I think if you look, you know, if you take Max out of the equation and say they're going for, like, the the title from then, just with everybody on there, you would probably put Aldo in there because he's got the number one spot. That's probably what they would do. Yep. But then you would want to mix it up, and I think the best way to do that is to put Zabit versus Aldo, right? Oh, yeah. It's a number six spot versus a number one spot. But that would also shake up that division severely, you know? It's kind of like a, like a you know, paint can that's been sitting for a while. You can shake <laughs> it up. I think that right there would change everything about it. Man, but there's still the fight that I've always wanted to see that they've had issues trying to arrange was the, the Frankie and Max fight. It, it, it's there. You know, that's one of the fights it, that you want to watch. Before that boy retires, I want to see it. Like, if you take Zabit versus Aldo, say Zabit wins, right? He's got the title. Then you have literally most of the people in the top ten. Zabit hadn't fought, yeah. right? So you have all these new challengers I mean, that who, are there. Who's he fought in the top ten? Jeremy Stevens. That's it. Yeah, and plus, if you have Zabit as champ, you've got Ortega, you got Frankie. Uh, he, he would have fought Aldo, right? But then you got like Cub Swanson, which would be all right. Josh Ermitt, which would be okay. Uh, you fight Yamas. No, I don't think so. A Rodriguez? No. Yeah, here would be a good one. Like, because they're supposed to actually have fought not too long ago. You got plenty of, you know, you got plenty of options with just that one move, and plus it puts the guy on top that they've been pushing for a while. Yep. So I think that'd be great, and even then you'd have like the Brian Ortega fight, which would be amazing to watch. Yeah, I like watching Ortega fight. I want to see. I can't wait to for him to announce who's going to fight next. Yeah. Because I'm waiting on that one. I'm not really hung up right now on what's going on at 
uh, middleweight and heavyweight. Although I can't wait for Whitaker to come back and really show Gastelum what's up. You think Gastelum's going to get it with uh, Israel? No, I think I think Israel's going to get it. Although I'll give Kelvin the power chance that that puncher chance, man, because he's got so much power. I think he's got a, like he's got the puncher chance, but I think if he's able to grab a hold of Israel and keep him down. And that's gonna really yeah, mess him yeah. up. I think his ground will fuck Israel up. I think not only that, I think his is uh, the way he can hold someone down and tire him out. I think that would that's really gonna mess it up because as far as I know, Israel's never been gassed out in the ring. No, and then if you look at how he fights heavier set opponents, look how he, he worked Brunson. Yeah, he just ran through Brunson like he wasn't even there, dude. Yeah, and then he took on the, one of the greatest fighters of all time, Anderson Silva, who still looks like he can do it. Very well. Which you could debate. There's like two rounds that Israel lost. I think in he, there. Yeah, I think there was. So that being said, I mean, there's it's either how good Aldo is, or you know, even Aldo. He, Aldo. What did I say? You said how good Aldo. How good Silva is. Sorry, and how like how what was happening with Israel at the time? Was he is something wrong with him? Or Did he just, just not he keep just, the pace? Or was he just being cautious because it's, it's Anderson fucking yeah. Silva? Like, it's it's amazing to see what happened in that fight if you watch it. A lot of little details. But on top of that, like, I really want to see Israel versus somebody who can grab him and, like, hold him. You know? Yoel Romero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're trying That'd to That'd be great. <laughs> that would be good. But, like, even then, like a, like a Sosa, the guy who get him in his guard and hold him down in his guard. True. Uh, Weidman would be all right, but I think he, he could outstruck. I think Weidman wouldn't really have a chance against Israel, just given recent history. Yeah. And I don't even think Rockholds would be in the division anymore. Well, Rockholds said he's moving up, which, I mean, good luck, bro. <laughs> I mean, all power to you. I hope you do with the things you want to do. But, man, you're just such a douche. <laughs> well, I mean, like... He's such a he's douche. Been, he's been finished a couple times in his recent fights. Oh, okay. Right? TKOs and knockouts and all that. And Rockhold he's got coming finished off. by Bisping. This is the count he's, pillow fist. He's coming Bisping. off several losses. I mean, he wants to go light heavyweight. He's he's been talking about it for like two years. He just hadn't made the transition yet. Hadn't took a fight. Whatever it is, but you're going up to a place that's got, I mean, severe punching power. Oh yeah. I, you know, you got Teixeira let's in there. Just, Glover's at, in there. Let's just look at the top five. Top like, five. Who in top five has punching power? They could probably just level Rockhold. Uh, the champ. Yeah. Okay. Jones could. Jones easily could. I think Gus is getting good because his probably. length, too. Uh, Tiago <laughs> Santos can knock out fucking anybody. Yeah, he's got a chance. I mean... It's, it's just like, come on, bro. These guys are well, not... Even, they, even if you look below the top ten, you go to number ten, Jimmy Manoa, right? Jesus, I know. Ovin St. Pru, Glover Texera. Johnny, Johnny Walker, Walker Shogun. You got all these people. Like is, is you're going up, it's gonna be hard. Like I understand you'll probably be a little lighter than most. And Vulcan, yeah, Vulcan. You, you, I understand you'll probably be a little lighter, but man, that's that's a hard thing, the, man. Yeah, you're gonna be the smallest dude at light heavyweight. That's gonna be a hard, hard, hard finish if you get finished. Yeah, that's gonna be one that's. <laughs> that's gonna be like lights out, boy. All right, so, Rocco, let's put the I stamp mean, on your career. I don't Smash. I don't understand that one. That was gonna be that's gonna be rough for him, you know. But even then, you know, there's still a lot of people Israel's got in front of him. Yeah, Israel's got a few man, but he's got that, that interim fight coming up against 
I really think Israel's got that fight if he can stay standing, which he's got length enough to stay away. And his power, I mean, the power is there. Uh, I thought about this a couple of days ago. Would you? Could you imagine, right, say Israel, you know, just debuts and, you know, he's kind of on this run. Right. You imagine if Uriah Hall in his prime comes in, right, like a prime Uriah Hall versus an Israel. That'd be an interesting fight. That, that'd be one hell of a fight. I thought yeah. the two strikers, one's got uh, like a shotgun for a right leg. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it, I think I think there's a lot in the the welterweight or the middleweight division that's kind of being held up because of Whitaker, but it's going along, you know. With Rockhold leaving, Yoel's got no shot right now because Whitaker's got it. So you really got the top yeah, three, three, four, five. And the guy Yoel was going to fight, fucking pop too. Yeah, Costa. Paulo Costa. Supermodel. Did you think he wasn't on the juice? No. <laughs> not at all. Never thought he would have sketchy practices. Really? Mm-hmm. No, it's total fabrication. Oh, okay. I mean, heavyweight's not moving anywhere. For some reason, they won't give Stipe a fight. There's something interesting on the UFC website, I just noticed. What? Do you notice? Oh, yeah. We're missing a weight class here. <laughs> what happened to the flyweights? They're or, not in it. Or, or the, the featherweights in the, the women's division. See, there's a page two. There's not a page two. I'll go to the top. Oh, yeah. yeah, see? Like, <laughs> Cyborg Lasso, like, deuces. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's making 140 <laughs> or 135 now. Well, that makes sense because Yana Kunitskaya is down there, too. Yeah, I guess. Son of a bitch. What's that word's real name? Uh, Justine something. Oh, she's in Sproway. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's one hell of a way cut. Yeah, but that's 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 a little bit of uh, what's happening, a little mix-up that could possibly happen in the... Yeah, there's not much division. going on with the women right now either, with um, Amanda tying up two divisions. Um, nobody's really wanting to fight her right now, and she's not really wanting to fight right now. It's, it's not. I don't think she's not wanting to. She just came off that very dominant win. Well, she fought. And she's riding out a few months. Well, she her... fought basically back to back to back to back. Yeah, I mean, I mean I get it. you can take a break, bro. <laughs> she's Man. down in Brazil right now doing whatever. Her wife, probably. And then we got Valentina, who's about to fight. I want to say Jessica. I got the shot. Yeah, she got it. Which is going to be a good one. That's going to be Man, Yoana dropped all the way to fourth. Well, it's because she went up. Well, that and I think Caitlin just won, too. Shot call and jumped her up. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. That whole division's weird. Well, she's only had one fight in the flyweight. She went up to fight the bullet. Nico Montana. Where's she even at now? Uh, I don't know. She's not on there. Nope. That, they took her belt away, and they're like, "Yeah, you're off the damn thing." Uh, let's see, and then Rose is, you know, doing Rose things. She's got Andre. She's finally cool. got a fight coming up, and it is no slouch from Jessica Andrade. It's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be a good fight. I want to see that one really bad. With that being said, let's move on to the big news of today about Connor's uh, parent retirement. Uh, which I'm not buying for one fucking minute. Publicity stunt, I believe. 
because I think he was trying to get a fight or getting more money or trying to get a share. He of the did company, it before, and so. they're not having it. And he's like, "All right, fuck it, I'm gonna retire." Now what? Now that your uh, cash cow is leaving, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I I think it's a business tactic. I mean, if it's legit, all the best to him, man. But I'm not gonna believe so. it. He's I'm old, not. He's younger than me. Come on, man. I'm a hundred percent not believing it until. He's out of the USADA testing pool, and he's 100% gone. Yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to side with you on that one. You know, it, it's, it's what it is. Like, I, I didn't think George would be away from the sport until he said he was like, I'm out of the USADA testing pool, there's nothing I want to do in there, and he was gone. But there was like four years where he was absent of MMA and he'd still was there. He'd show up at the events, he'd do some press here and there, but he was never actually saying, I'm coming back, I'm doing this. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so there's always like the maybe. And he got the itch. <laughs> yeah, so Bisbee's got the belt, I got a chance. <laughs> so that's basically it. I mean, there's been a lot of hearsay and their say about other, other things in the UFC, but that's the big news since last time at least. Right, you got anything else? Um, nope. Other than Colby talking shit and Max getting his chance at light heavyweight. That'd be a hell of a push, wouldn't it? I mean, light uh, at lightweight. Yeah. Max getting his chance at lightweight. And, you never uh, know, man. BJ Penn fought at heavyweight. Yeah, but this, this is in the old days where you just go out, eat a few burgers, and be a heavyweight. <laughs> Now you gotta do diets and supplements and shit. He fought Machida at heavyweight, if I remember right. Both those guys are insane. <laughs> yeah. Any other news? Any other league we want to talk about? Uh, not really. Bare knuckle fights signing Polly Malinaji, the boxer. Did we not cover that last time? I don't think so. No. Oh. That the, would be an interesting fight. The the relevant boxer is now still irrelevant. In a well, how about league. this? Because him and Connor have beef. Connor's quitting MMA to go fight in the bare knuckle fighting league just so he can shut Polly up, and he's going to come back. Yeah, maybe. That's one hell of a way to do it. I mean, it's a long shot, but you never know. Stranger shit has happened. I just, I've never liked Polly. He's going to fly out of the cage. Even, even when he was boxing and they were like, oh, he's the champ and he's this and that. It just wasn't irrelevant. It was just very. It was just irrelevant the entire time. He's been irrelevant. The only reason people know him is from uh, broadcasting and losing a sparring match to Connor. Yeah, that was it. And then whining about it for was two years now, two three years. Where's your balls, Connor? Where's your balls? Make sure you bring your balls, Connor. Like, bro, we get it. We get it. You're from Jersey. I don't know where he's from. Uh, I can tell you, I don't like him. Just from Boston. All the shit that I've heard. What's his name? Polly Malinaji. Polly Malinaji. Malinaji. Gotta be from Boston. I don't know. I just I've never. I, I think most people agree with me. Like I've never like unless you're a hardcore boxing fan and you're like, oh, he's he's really good, but you're like one in. I know a lot of boxing fans who don't really know who Polly Malinaji is or his career. So I imagine most people know him from broadcasting, from yeah, doing the commentary. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I, I know Roy Jones Jr. because of his broadcasting, but I also know him because of his career. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know every UFC commentator that's actually had a career in it. Yeah. Because it, it's relevant. Yeah. Like, they, they had, there was some reason they had, that made them 
you know, so big that they were like, yeah, he could talk too and put him on the, the desk. Maybe it's just because his voice appeals to that that Boston, Jersey, Jersey group of people. And because what, boxing's a New York thing, really? Yeah, I mean, it's mostly just, it's up there in that area, that that peninsula up there. Down here in the South, we fight cages. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that, man. Like, not anymore. Like, cage fighting is a Roman thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, been a, it's like the basic thing you could do. Throw them in a room and they Every, can't get out. Make them kill each other. Yeah, everybody can do it. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's interesting when you think about it. At some point, someone was like, I want to fight you, but only with hands. And then we're going to put pillows on our hands. And you can only punch me in the face. Nothing below the belt. Also, we got fucking five-minute rounds. Three or three-minute rounds. rounds. We're going to get 12 of them. And we're going to have a minute break in between. Why? Why don't we just fight? Just follow me, man. <laughs> this is going to work. Okay, okay. Ready? We're going to have 37 weight divisions. Okay, what What are the rules again? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to... And that's when you lay into him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I just never understood boxing. That like I, I do like watching the older fights back before. You the know, there was spectacle. a lot of like politics with it. And they're like, oh, we'll put... This guy who's got 37 wins and zero losses against the guy who's got two losses. <laughs> yeah, we'll put this professional against this amateur and make, tell us, tell everybody that he's a professional too. Yeah. So he can crush these cans all day. Which, like, I know that that's happened since boxing has been around. Well, I get you want to get practice but... and you want to get better at your skill without injuring your fighter. But you, you can't just go in there every time against a freaking dummy bag. Yeah, who barely swings back, man? You got to get in there against a challenge. It's, it's just like I, I, I like watching the it's older stuff. A fighter, man, so. But it is what it is now. I, I'm not a big fan of boxing unless it's a big event, and even then, I mean, they they come around once every other year. It seems like. Yep, nothing's happening with Canelo. Nothing's gonna happen with Mayweather anytime soon. Nothing's gonna happen with Tyson and um wilder wilder now that they're on both two different no, even with joshua nothing yeah. nothing's gonna happen with that it's just really nice they're really pushing that garcia kid but he just lost yeah he just lost mm-hmm. earl spence and he, he didn't just lose man he just got shown up for 12 rounds yeah i mean i think two judges gave him two rounds in the beginning but that's it but he's the next coming man he's the he's the guy that you're gonna put all your money on not really going up to oh. classes is a big deal in any sport well, I mean, in boxing... In it's, boxing, that's 14 pounds. Yeah. Oh, it depends on where you're at. In it'd be, what, 20? Yes. No, it'd be more than that. No, Depending 20. on what weight class you're in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like... A lightweight to a... Yeah. Like, like you put the the middleweight to the to the light heavyweight, is like 20 pounds. Yeah, that's going up one division. That's but one man, division. But look at all the other ones. Yeah, it's going like... Going to flyweight, going up two weight classes is 20 pounds. Like, yeah. crazy. It's, it's just weird. Like, I don't understand the boxing weight classes... Seven pound increments, son. Like seven, there's one that was like, if you looked at uh, like Floyd Mayweather, there's one like if you look at the the weight classes he was in, one of them was like two pounds difference, one was like three pounds difference, and you're like, what's the point of having the three pound difference? Like, I understand it affects you a little bit, but even then, it's three fucking pounds. Put on different gloves. Yeah, I mean it makes no sense to me. Take the plaster off. <laughs> that was a bad fight. God, he got. Do you ever watch that thirty for thirty? Killed him, didn't he? No, it, it ruined his career. Yeah. It broke his eye sockets, yeah. everything. Fuck he killed himself because of it. And the pain, yeah. That was a rough one. Who the, was that? 
Uh, it was this, uh, I think it was a Puerto Rican guy uh, who was in New York fighting, and he had a, his coach did that to him without telling him. That was the story for years. And then recently he was like, uh, I might have known about it. And it changed so often, but everyone's like, yeah, he kind of knew he was cheating. Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> it was rough. But, yeah, I remember I started boxing, like, the small details like that. Like, what, just fight, you know? Like, every time I watch a boxing match, I'm like, throw a leg kick. Just one leg kick. <laughs> just throw one leg kick. Ruin his fucking day. <laughs> Can't plant anymore. He's not going to be able to move as quick. Oh, man. I think... It would be more exciting if they did boxing with leg kicks, just leg kicks, not necessarily ones up to the head. Oh, yeah, just like lower calf kicks or up in the thigh. Below the belt kicks? Yeah. Yeah. So kickboxing. Yeah, but kickboxing, you go directly to the face. (laughs) You can. Just below the belt. That'd be be interesting. Every boxer would be screwed. (laughs) Well, it would take take you off your base real quick because you'd be trying to square up and they're like, nope, bam. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. You would have to go. That's why they sting a cockeyed. You you would have to go like a point karate style or something like that, like a Wonder Boy. Some, yeah. You gotta be careful of them Superman punches though. True, true. Like or like a, a MVP, like when he when he fights, same sort of thing. Oh man, his his fight against Daly was so boring. Oh yes. Oh, somebody was telling me like, hey, what do you think about MVP if he goes to UFC? I was like, top five, probably gonna murk him. Just a guy with a really good wrestling. Yeah. Top five with Merkin. Yeah. I really think so. I think he'd have a really good shot if he started, like, top 15 and worked his way up. Give him a little bit of, like, development space before he got there. But I think somebody in the top five. Like, because what's his weight class at? He's a welterweight. He's a welterweight. Yeah, because there ain't no way he's getting past Usman. There ain't no way he's getting past, um, what the hell, Ben Askren. There ain't no way he's going to get past half of those Robbie guys. Lawler would... Fuck him up. All right, you'd have some good strikes here and there, but Robbie would power through it, fucking double-leg him, and that I would think, be the fight. I think Masvidal would just kill him. Like, oh, there's, yeah. there's just so many people. So, yeah, I think Bellator has a lot of good fighters, and I think there's some really good names in that. But MVP's talent level, I don't know if it'll translate to the UFC if he ever gets the call and he comes over. I don't think it's going to translate much further in the tournament they're in. Yeah, because Paul Daly showed him what was up. Yeah, Paul hey, Daly I stayed out of your range, yeah. dude. I kind of wrestled you a little bit. I mean, he's got how much he did. He's got a lot of people in that tournament to deal with coming up, and Robbie or uh, Roy McDonald's one. Yeah, of them. he's got uh, McDonald to worry about. Isn't uh, Masasi in it too? Masasi's well. I don't know. I don't think. Masasi or is that, no, that's middle weight. Yeah, because he's up one weight class. Yeah, but yeah, he's got a couple people in there that's like, you know, something you really got to look forward to. He's gonna, he's gonna get wrestled. Yeah. I guess what's going to happen. Paul Daly kind of showed what was up because Daly's wrestling skills aren't really that great. But somebody without great wrestling skills put you up against the uh, the ropes there, buddy. They put you on the ground. Maybe he didn't stay on top of you like a top-notch wrestler would, but he put you in a position. Douglas Lima, right? Yeah, du- I think Douglas Lima would fuck him up. Yeah, that should be. That's his next fight. Yeah, that's his next fight. Douglas yeah, Douglas, Lima, it would be but, whoever wins that one. No, no, Lima's already won. No, that's insane. Yeah, Lima, Lima already won. Did he? Yeah, Lima already won. I'm not sure about that. Did Lima already win? Lima, I'm pretty sure Lima already won that one. Because they're waiting for these two fights on this other side bracket. 
you know, to it, finish. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Now I'm thinking about it. Because Lima was already talking about fighting him. I think, yeah, I think it's Lima. Yeah, so you got MVV fighting Lima, and that's going to be an interesting one. I think Doug say the Lima least. can just put him on the ground and work him because Lima's a decent wrestler. I mean, even it, you look, you look on the opposite side. You got Gracie to deal with. Yep. Right. That he's he's pretty damn good. Yep. I've seen his last couple fights. He's he's on the rise. And then besides that, you either got Roy McDonald or John Fitch to deal with, and both of those are going to wrestle the hell out of you if you try to strike him. I think a good fight. Man, I really hope we don't go to a rematch between Rory and Lima again because, God, that yeah, was, was a brutal fight to watch. That was one, that was very one-sided. Yeah. But I think the next one, the Roy McDonald-John Fitch fight, that's going to be good because John Fitch just won, or not, he was the, the PFL's champion before he left. Yeah. So it's kind of a champion versus championship fight. Yeah, I mean, former champ versus current champ who relinquished the belt for the tournament. Yeah. No, he still has the belt. Yeah, but doesn't he, if you lose it here, he loses it all. And then whoever wins gets no, it, No, this, right? this is, he's got, he's, oh, no, he's, he's right, He yeah, basically yeah. has to defend it all yeah, the way yeah. through. Yeah, he's got to defend all of them. So if he, if he loses to Fitch, then the winner of the final match actually has to, or actually gets the belt. Yeah. So he's putting up for grabs. Like, he's basically got to fight three times to keep his belt, yeah. which is awesome. It, it's interesting. That's a really good tournament style. Yeah. I like that. Well, he agreed to it, so I mean, it's up to him. I mean, fuck it. Why not, right? They should do a tournament like um, Mortal Kombat tournaments where it's you start at the bottom and you just oh, keep Jesus. going up. That would be crazy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think Douglas Lima gives MVP problems. I think he gives MVP a lot of problems. But I also think MVP's range keeps Lima a little farther back. But Roy's got range. Yeah. Just as well as MVP. So I think Lima's got more of an advantage here. Not just with his wrestling, but with dealing with somebody who can fight from a distance. But MVP is very dynamic. I think if you have... Well, he didn't do any of it against Bailey. If you have somebody who can put pressure on MVP like very aggressively, and you know wrestling obviously is going to... That's going to really destroy MVP in the long run. But if you can put the pressure on, get inside, you know, and be aggressive and probably back him up towards the cage and maybe push him up against the cage, work at him from there, then that's where you're going to win. That's your bread and butter. As long as you can be more aggressive. Because if you get MVP comfortable, that's where you mess up. Yeah. That's where all his things were. Mm-hmm. That's all his highlight reels. That's the, the knee to the head. That's the, like, hurricane kick. It's when he got comfortable in there. So if you can knock him off that game, I think that's where you're really going to win. Keep him moving at a pace that he doesn't want to move. Backwards. Yeah, take him, or take him out of his control spot. Yeah, because every time Daly pushed forward and MVP was going backwards, he not that he didn't know what to do, he was just frantic on like where to go and how to get out of where, uh, how to get out of what Daly was trying to accomplish. Yeah, he's he's a forward moving person. Yeah, he's know? an attacker. He's not a defender. Yeah, so I, I imagine somebody who can get on the inside grab him and probably dirty box him a little bit or push him up against the cage, wear him out. That's going to that's gonna really handicap him. And we'll, we'll know pretty soon. Because even if he does get through Lima, is he either got to go through Gracie, Roy McDonald, or John Fitch? All of them. All of them are pretty much a challenge. Yeah. Man. It's got some good, good possible fights coming up in the long run. Yeah. All the divisions getting shaken up, all the the tournament news and then Connor doing what he's doing and 
There's just a lot going on right now with me. There's a good time to be a fan. It's a great time to be a fan. Especially with ESPN. I we're not we're not gonna we're not they didn't pay us anything to sponsor. No, but I like I like the fact that it's on ESPN plus now. Yeah, it's a lot the quality got really good with yeah, production, the production quality alone went up and then I think one thing I noticed like right away on that very first card and they're still doing it, which I love, is they pass the ball around. Like it's not just one host saying something for a while. It's like boom, mid sentence, shoot over to Dan. Yeah, like they're doing a lot better. I do like it. It's a lot better than what it is. Have you tried watching uh, Fox now when they do the boxing? Yeah, they try to do the same method that they had with the UFC and stuff. And it's, it's just not working. It's not working out very it's, well. There's no reason to watch it. There's no, nothing. You tried to, I tried to turn it on, and I was like, I want to see how they're doing it. And it just looked like they copied and pasted. That's exactly that, what they did. Whoever is producing it just wants to run the same format because it's easy. Instead of doing something unique to boxing. They had all this. Same, they got... Xboxers to do the hosting part of it. They even had that that damn punching machine that was there. Yeah, and they just rebranded it. <laughs> like it's the same one. I mean, the funny part is when you watch that and you go, "Okay, let me compare these numbers of professional boxers that do nothing but punch against people who do other things than that, who practice other, you know, disciplines." disciplines. Then you're like, oh, there's a little difference here. There's why some of them getting beat out by like MMA guys when they're like, like, you're a boxer. You're supposed to be able to just plow through people with your face. Yeah. It's 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 just an interesting point because eventually you can be like, you know, the heavyweight champ punches harder than that. Ooh, son. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, Fox is really kind of dropping the ball. I get it. Maybe once the MMA left, once the UFC left. They want to keep up their um, presence in the combat sports arena. But they really need to work on fine-tuning that and taking whoever's producing the show to a class or getting them out of there because you can't run the same format from show to show. You can't copy and paste. And Fox really needs to, if you want to be the center of that sport or you want to be relevant in that sport, you have to make it unique. Why do people want to watch you if you're doing the same thing you did for... UFC. Here's the interesting part about it is... ESPN. They have so many shows for each thing. NFL, Red Zone, the, all those different broadcasts. The thing about shows, it is so. is no, there's no other place to watch boxing. It's off Showtime. It's off everything else. Fox is the only place. The Zone. I mean, if you want to pay for The Zone, yeah. Yeah, but like on a public television, you know, if you pay for cable or whatever, that's the only place you're really going to watch it. Yeah. So they have that market cornered, really. It's kind of their thing. And, I mean, if people are still watching it, people really care that much about it, they're going to go there. Yep, to each their own there. I mean, I'm not the execs, but if you want to make it interesting to your group and drive your ratings up, don't copy and paste the format. It just don't make sense to me. I don't understand it. I don't like boxing that much anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, I know I get it. <laughs> I'm the same. No other news, Jake? No, I didn't see anything worth uh, talking about. I heard there's a good deal on three pieces of soda. Yeah, they give like certain discounts. Yeah, especially backstages. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen any of that, that shit was hilarious. I'm sure you can still find it on Twitter, but if you're listening to this, you probably you probably seen it by now. Jorge Masvidal with a three piece and a soda, as he so eloquently put it. 
There's your next fight. That's what's, that's what's going to happen next. Yep. Promo. Good way to cut a promo. Very good way. A lot of interest. <laughs> uh, he should definitely walk out to the ring with a KFC bucket with a grape soda. Jorge? That'd be funny. That would be hilarious. Hmm. KFC sponsor. And a Fanta soda. <laughs> there you go. There's your money. <laughs> money, money. Money, 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 money. Copyright. <laughs> It's a parody. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, if I do it myself, it's yeah. Stuck. We did the whole thing. It has so. to be the exact same thing. Yeah. I mean, that was a little, that was out of tone, too. No, so. I would have to copy and paste the track for it to be copyrighted. All right, then never mind. Good. Sing all you want. Yep. Don't do that. I can do cover songs on YouTube. Can you? Yeah. Go for it. Nope. Come on. This is not the parody show. This is the MMA show. <laughs> With all that being said, and no other relevant news... Jacob, you got anything? Nope. Justin, do you got anything? Nope. No. Follow us at HookJP or at HookJustin. Thanks for tagging along. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Hook J Podcast. Podcast. Hope you enjoyed today's show. See you next episode. Sometimes you've got to do what's right for you and not do what's right for everybody else. Quick question. Yep. Cake or pie? Cake or pie? Cake or pie? Cake. Why? I hate pie. Why? Because I hate pie. Why, why is cake so much better than pie? Because I don't like pie. Why not? Because of consistency. It's like if it's too warm, it like flows out of the... Your crust, and if it's not one of the, like solid cake, solid pies like key lime or cheesecake, that kind of thing. Is cheesecake a pie? Yes. Why? Because it's in the crust, the same crust that they use. But for it's a cake. Pie. It says it's cake. It's just the name. That's just the name. Don't let the names fool you, Jacob. But it's is it? It's technically a cake. Yeah, and a waffle and is a, a crunchy pancake. I'm just saying, man. Like it's it's a toss up. All right, is it a cake or a pie? You can't really decide. You know. What about you? I, I don't know, man. I like them both. If I could take a pie and put it inside of a cake. This is an old El Paso commercial. Why not both? I don't know that one. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying, like, get a cake, get a pie. You're always going to choose a cake, right? All right, before you go any farther, end the show. End this uh, right. Hit the damn button.